Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Side 
you do Be love is universal And know that, know that someone's loving you No matter how you say it Only matters what you do Each day, please take the time Tell someone that I love you without it. 
not for longer than six minutes. So as you listen to this share today, please continue to breathe nice and slow, deep inhales, and nice, slow, long exhales. Mindfulness, mindfulness of your breath. That's where it starts. And I guess maybe that's where we could start today's share, today's broadcast, today's show with. Um, first off, I want to say I appreciate you for taking time out of your day to listen to me live or to listen to the replay. I uh, thank you so much for your um, consideration. I value you as you honor our cosmic contract because there's no such thing as coincidences. If you're listening to this broadcast, something brought you here. Something inside of your being and your own spirit and your own consciousness and your own divine being said, I'm supposed to be here to listen and connect with what this brother is delivering, or what this being is delivering. Because I'm still a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm really having a human experiment <laughs> I'm a spiritual being inside of a human experiment, and we're going to talk about that today, too. So, yes, I just want to honor you, and I just really appreciate you. I appreciate your ancestors. I appreciate whoever sent you, and I appreciate what we're going to share today and what you're going to receive, and I appreciate how you're going to use it, because one thing about me, I'm not here to entertain. Um, I may say something funny, and definitely I like to keep it light, but... We're in a very serious time right now. We've been in a very serious time. And I want you to take a lot of this information that I'm giving you very serious. I'm going to cover a lot of things today in these two topics, evolving on the spiritual path and picking the right teacher, the right guru, the right coach, the right guide, the right hoodoo worker, the right psychic all of it, all of that's up in the same category. And this is an open dialogue. So if you're on the phone and you're dialed in and you have a question at any moment, just press one. That's all you have to do. Just press one. If you have comments, questions, any feedback, please press one. If you're listening on the computer, the call in number is 607-203-5303. And if this is your first time listening to Coach Kair, I definitely appreciate it. My website is CoachKair.com, K-H-A-Y-R.com. Um, and if you go over to CoachKair.com, um, I have a free gift for you. I'm just going to tell you that now. Like um, my first, well, my my last teacher was Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati, who taught me Tantra, Martial Arts, Reiki, Healing Energy, Lee Kung Jing, a lot of things. I'm going to be referring to him a lot. And in his words, um, he, well, what I have in on the website is if you put in your email address, I'm going to send you four audio tracks that we've been, we've had probably since 2008 that the world has not listened to. And um, I'm going to give those to you. So if you just go to the website, coachkair.com, put in your email address and your name, um, those four tracks will be um, delivered to you. 
and you will get some great, great insight out of those. I have listened to those thousands of times, just those four um, coming from the coming from the lips of that master, um, the father of modern day Tantra, who brought Tantra to North America. Um, my one of my greatest inspirations, and definitely. Definitely an ancestor. Uh, he passed uh, May 21st, 2014, and ascended to the realms of the ancestors. And just a marvelous brother. We're going to talk more about him. But if you would like to hear him speak it from his own lips, just go to coachkaya.com and just put in your email address and your name, and then you'll get that download. Um, all right. I also. Sometimes I talk slow. Sometimes I get passionate and I raise my voice. I hope that's okay. Um, there's also a chat. If you're listening online, you can go to the chat room. You know, if you scroll down to the bottom of the screen, you can be able to type in your uh, any comments or questions that you have. And you also, if you sign in, you have to sign. I see we have some guests already in the chat room, but you have to sign in in order for me to see what uh what the question is okay and i'll be checking back to that periodically okay um how did i get started on this topic in the first place so i woke up and every day when we travel through dream state astral projections uh lucid dreaming visits that we receive sometimes there's well, often there's like a little message um, that you have when you wake up. And that's why they say write your dreams down or have a journal close to you or just lay there for another 10 minutes and just relax and gather your, gather what, what, what came to you. And digest it. Don't move so fast like I want to move, I got to do this, I got to do that. Just relax for a second. And for me, that message when I woke up was like, how did you get here? Like these, all these wonderful things that are happening to me in my consciousness, in my spirit, in my evolution. Um, I was like, how did you get here, Kair? Like right here. How did you get here? Um, and I always see people posting saying like, what would you say to your younger self? What would you say to your 12-year-old self or your 16-year-old self? about getting started on the path, right? And that was a topic. I said, man, I want to talk about that, evolving on the path, because for me, there's been some major changes just since January in my path. I probably not knowing, been on the path since I was like nine or 10 years old, but consciously, I would say maybe, I would have to go since I was, since 21, so now about 20 years, um, I've made tons of errors. I've made tons of, if they weren't errors, they were definitely foolish things I've done on the path as well. And I told Sonata one time, I said, man, I wish I wouldn't have had so much BS in my life, you know, bull crap in my life. He said, there's no such here because everything that's happened to you made you who you exactly are right now. So as I was reminiscing on his words, I was like, man, how did you get right here? And I said I wanted to share to people who were growing, who were growing, 
Um, let me tell you this small story. I was on the phone with a brother, uh, one of my clients, Eric, out in Columbus, Ohio. Beautiful brother. Big shout out to E. And he said, man, been trying to, you know, get on this consciousness, man, but it ain't no manual on it, man. Can You know, where's the manual on consciousness? Like, how do you get started? Like, I've listened to all these YouTube videos, but, like, it would be so good if I had a manual, like something to follow. And I was like, man, well, write it. He said, man, that's a good idea. He said, but I don't have enough experience to write it. And I was like, wow. And he's a reflection of me. Every person I come in contact with is a reflection of me, my past, present, or my potential. And I was like, wow, I do have enough experience to write it, you know? And I'm working on that now. As I do these broadcasts, these are parts of this manuscript or this workbook or this text that 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 has to be written and it seems like it's been called forth through me. And I say, wow, what are the simple stages of consciousness? Because as I look, I was like, well, how did I get into it? You know, like where this what was their structure? You know? And I always tell people I was looking. One of the main things on the conscious path, you ha- you have to be looking. If you're not looking for it, then the path doesn't open up for you. You have to look for it. And then in the strangest of ways, one thing you have to realize is Wu Chi. So everybody, please write this down. The lesson is about to start. Wu Chi, W-U, then the second word is C-H-I. You have to empty your cup. And you can't go into the how. Where is it going to appear? How is it going to appear? Is it going to appear in church? Is it going to appear in meditation? Is it going to appear from, from this guru? Am I going to go to this workshop and then all of a sudden it's going to appear? <clears throat> Am I going to watch this one ultimate video or listen to this one blog talk? If your cup isn't empty and you aren't accepting from wherever it comes from, your eyes, man, you got to have your ears and your eyes. You have to have the broad spectrum. Put the microscope down for a second and pick up the telescope. You got to have range. When you're looking, you have to be able to listen and discern, see to paria. And I was in a crack house and a friend of mine had a book in his lap and he said, did you know that the sun was 93 million miles away from the earth and the planet earth weighs 66 sextillion tons? And I was like, man, I've been knowing you since nine years old. You ain't never been talking like that before, ever. We went to high school, played football, sports, all of that. Smoked weed together. What are you talking about? And he was like, what if our fathers would have taught us this when we were 12 years old? And that changed my life. Like, what if I would have had some type of structure when I was 12 years old? On this life, on this path, we're looking for structure because this path is a maze. Just for a second, just imagine, just close your eyes and think that you're standing at the entrance of a maze, a huge maze, and the walls are 40 feet tall, right? And the, and the entrance is really wide. The entrance is like 20, 30 feet wide. Sometimes the walls get narrower through this maze. There's clues inside the maze. But running in this maze by yourself without a guide, can be terrifying and sure there's a reward for getting through this maze but you have to have an expanded vision you really need a view from above 
What if you could look down on the maze and go through it? Every time we go, when we look down on a labyrinth or we look down on a maze, it's easy for us to trace our finger through there. That's the second part of this lesson is about the teacher. Because the teacher has a bird's eye view of the maze. The teacher's learned some things and already been through some things and can help you through this maze. So the first thing is that you want to develop that bird's eye view. But humility is second. Wu Chi means emptying your cup. Wu Chi means the void. It's a Taoist term. It's how we start off with the Tai Chi lessons. All Tai Chi classes, everything starts out with Wu Chi. Great sex starts out with Wu Chi. Um, uh, any test that you take starts out with Wu Chi. The void, just emptying your cup, just relaxing just for a split second. You ever been to the gun range shooting a gun? You relax before you pull the trigger. You relax when you're about to drive, when you're about to pick up your baby. You know, that's the best way to do it. So Wu Chi, and the best way to achieve Wu Chi is to relax. Relaxation is the key. Write that down. Relaxation is the key. You have to relax. Don't be so tense. Because consciousness is to be aware of your surroundings, to be aware of reality, not your truth, because truth will change. Truth is relevant, very subjective. Reality is really mathematical and concrete. Like romance is the truth. Relationship science is reality. So what your, your view of what romance is changes based on the person that you're dealing with or the fantasies you hold in your head. But relationship sciences, the gender roles that uh, I teach and that Kenya Stevens teaches and Carl Stevens over at Juju Mama, the gender harmonics, those are, that's a science, right? So consciousness is about being aware that our surroundings are not so romantic. This is a testing ground. Some would even call this a slave planet, a slave planet, right? Where there are workers and masters, right? That entire thing about, oh, the white man had black people as slaves. That was an embodiment of what type of planet we were on. Black people had white slaves before. The Moors sold white women on the seven seas before the Spaniards had um, their large arm, uh, navy that sailed over into the new land and studied, you know, um, the Aztecs and the Incas and the Mayans. The Moors were already selling slaves long before that, eight centuries while they inhabited Spain. They had slaves. They called them indentured servants. But a slave planet also does not operate out of love. It operates out of suffering. And to me, that was something that I didn't learn at the beginning of the path, that I knew that there was suffering, but I thought it could change, like the whole world would stop. Because growing up in the religion, Christian faith, they sold you this promise that when Jesus come, all the suffering will be over. That's not true. It's not true. The metaphysical side of that is when you accept the Christ-like consciousness into your heart, you can choose not to suffer. 
when you choose and allow Christ consciousness into your heart, then you can you can choose not to suffer. Doesn't mean you're going to be happy all the time, but you can look at it and re, look at reality. Excuse me, and say I choose not to suffer. In a world of suffering, you say, well, that, that, is, is that an oxymoron? In a world of suffering, do I, you know, do I have a choice? Absolutely. Not only do you have the choice. You have the power because God is in you. God knows you're here. It's part of the creator's plan that you're here on of suffering, on a slave planet. One of my teachers said, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere in the universe, anywhere known and unknown. This is it. This is it. All the resources are here. The teachers that you need are here. It's just up to you to become conscious of it. Yeah, we got conscious, we got unconscious, we got subconscious, superconscious, id, ego, all of those terms. But to be aware of I'm on a slave planet where human suffering exists and there's nothing I can do to stop the suffering of the planet because this is a training ground. You must be aware of that. And the second thing you must be aware of is I have the tools to get out of here. What's the path about? The path. Where are we going on the path? What is consciousness about? Consciousness is about I'm going to use my tools to evolve my being. What I say? I'm a spiritual being having a human, I'm sorry, and participating in a human experiment. I used to say I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. Human experience is slavery and strife and suffering and all that. But then when I understand that I can grab the controls, the Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy got to the end and she pulled the curtain back, she thought that she could grab the controls. You can grab the controls if you wake up, if you decide to stop sleeping or decide to pretend, quit trying to pretend that you're sleeping, a la Mitchell Gibson, Master Mitchell Gibson. Why are you pretending that you sleep? Why are you pretending that you sleep when you got all these tools around you? Master Ashaya asked uh, asked the She said, "What does a person lose if they get on the spiritual path and then they just get off of it and stop practicing?" The Jonti said, "Nothing. They don't lose anything. They just don't evolve. They don't grow. <laughs> you can be sad if you want to. You can you can do that." You can choose it. You can get off the path. You don't have to light your candles. You don't have to feed your ancestors. You don't have to have an altar. You won't evolve, though. You ain't got to be happy. But there will no, there definitely won't be any evolution. And you'll be right back next lifetime doing this again, picking up right from where you left off. I always use the bar example. If you go into a bar and run up a tab, or you go somewhere, you go to a restaurant, run up a tab, and then you leave that restaurant and you did not pay, you stay away from that restaurant for a whole year or two years. That restaurant's been open, been making money. That meal was $100. Let's say it was $200. That restaurant, you know, made that money back up. But then you come back into that restaurant two years later, and they say, excuse me, ma'am, sir, you owe me $200. You know why? Because you still owe me that money. Because you didn't pay. It's the same, and that's part of karma. But karma's good, too. Let's say you went in that restaurant, and you left your wallet, and you left four or $500 in your wallet. And you came back to that restaurant two years later, 
And they said, here's your wallet. We remember you. You forgot your wallet here. That's karma too. So another thing on the path of karma, on, on this path of evolution is the words that we listen to. I think I'm going to begin to start talking about teachers in a second too, because they're going to run together. As Magus Richard Bullard said, this topic runs together. On the path of consciousness and evolving, you have to relax. You have to honor the breath. You have to start learning to redefine new old words with new definitions. And you got to accept that you are in a planet of suffering, but that you have the tools and that you must use the tools for your own evolution. On the path of evolution, you need to learn to meditate, quiet the mind. Meditation is like weightlifting for the mind. There is nothing, nothing you can do going to the gym, watching movies, putting on note, electrodes on your head. Nothing, nothing, nothing beats the bliss of meditation, period. The sum totals of all pleasures on planet Earth pale in comparison to the bliss derived from meditation. Holy Tablets, chapter, chapter 7, Malachi Z. York. The sum total of all the pleasures in the world pale in comparison to the bliss derived from meditation. Let that sink in for a second. I made a, I made a DVD. Sonyata told me, he said, he said, you want to learn something, you have to teach it. I was like, wow. So I really wanted to learn meditation. So I made a, I made a DVD to meditate, a video. CoachKMeditation.info. You can, you can go get it, download it right now. Yeah, I wanted to learn how to meditate, so I taught it. I wanted to learn Tai Chi, so I taught it. I wanted to learn history, so I taught it. I wanted to learn astrology, so I taught it. I wanted to learn to teach, so I got a teacher. I got a guide. And it was really all my teachers have been reflections of myself. It's been my potential reflection. Let's make a let's go to that second list. One thing that you want to realize in your teacher is that that teacher is your potential. If you are choosing a teacher and you don't like that potential that you're getting from them, remember that you're making your own choice. You're making your own choice. You could go down that route. Are there good teachers and bad teachers? That's relative. I think, I think, yeah, I think some are better than others, right? I also think that the teacher that you get is based off of your own spiritual maturity. So write that down, spiritual maturity. What is spiritual maturity? Spiritual maturity starts with humility before anything else. Starts with awareness that I am need assistance. There's, ne there's, there's never been any time on this planet where you didn't need assistance. You're going to have a million dollars in cash sitting in front of you right now, but without the assistance of the trees, you would die. Okay? The vagina that you passed through to get here, you had to have assistance to move from the etheric realm into this realm. You've needed assistance since you got here. You couldn't cook. 
He couldn't even walk, couldn't even speak, needed assistance. One of my favorite teachers, my cousin, my cousin Cypher, he said there's 7 billion people on the planet. He said the most foolish thing I ever did was try to get off the grid and escape, go on a mountain and just meditate, just be by myself and be a breatharian, just live off of sunlight and air. I said, why was that foolish, Cypher? He said, because why did God put 7 billion people here? He meant for you to socialize. He meant for you to have some assistance on the things that you need. Because we are an extension of God. You can't do all of God's work by yourself. But some things that God put here, you can't take away, like that wall of suffering. I used to bang my head on the wall of suffering. Evolving yourself on the path of consciousness, on the spiritual path, you must stop banging your head on the wall of human suffering. Please write that down. That's my own personal note. I, I, Kair must stop banging his head on the wall of human suffering thinking that I can destroy it. I can't. That was my intent. I'm going to wake this person up. I'm going to wake this person up. I'm going to wake this person up. And together, we're going to defeat the wall of human suffering. Misinformation. I wouldn't call somebody else foolish. I called myself foolish because I should have known better. But I overlooked it. Some of the best overlooked things. It's okay. I got a lot to learn. I'm still growing. Now it is, as I assist and wake people up, they will use their tools to evolve. I don't even mention the wall of suffering. Let me say that again. As I wake, it, it was, as I wake people up, we're going to come together and we're going to down the wall of human suffering. Yay, kumbaya. Nope, that's ridiculous. That's spiritual immaturity. Spiritual maturity is, as people wake up, we're going to use our tools for our personal evolution. Two of us, four of us, eight of us, 16 of us, 32 of us, going to keep exponentially expanding. Every major thing that's happened on planet Earth in the history of the planet started with a small core group. Master Mitchell Gibson, DeJounte himself in person on the planet today, says we need 144 people to get the sun to blink to make a major change here on the planet, to have an intervention, to get some outside help. On the path of spiritual path and expanding your consciousness, one thing you have to do to evolve, listen closely to this one. That's why the Wu Chi is so important, is drop the things that you think you know. Drop the things that you think you know. And the things that you believe in, that you think are weird, start accepting them. Start accepting that you don't have to blend in with everybody else. It doesn't mean like go be an attention whore, but it means <clears throat> some of those things that you thought were weird, that people who stay at the wall of suffering have chastised you for and criticized you for and persecuted you for. It's actually right. We hide so many of our gifts because we are ashamed of what the sufferers will say to us. Ooh, if I was still on my profanity tip, I would say F the sufferers. That's E-F-F the sufferers. I really can't deal with the sufferers and what they think anymore. What the sufferers think is no, no longer any of my business. 
Write that down. What the sufferers think of me is no longer any of my business. I know it's been some of your business. But what the sufferers think of me is no longer my business. But guess what? What the people who are evolving, who are using their tools, like me, now I give them, I give what they think some credence. I'll listen to some of that because they chose like me. And then we're going to meet up like Voltron, just on evolving. Remember the human ladder? Sometimes you see the person run up to the wall, other person run up his back, stand on his shoulder, other person run up and they grab him and throw him up. Then he goes over the wall and he puts his hand down and it's a human ladder that you're climbing up. Right. This evolution chain is just like that. And there's no end to it. There's no perfection in it. There's no end to perfection. Now, on this path of evolution, you have an enemy. Ooh, you got an enemy. Let's talk about the enemy for a second. The first enemy is the ego. He's a good enemy, though. He pushes you. He pushes you. Your ego pushes you. But your ego is out to distract you and to get you to die without awareness so you can come back on the slave planet and work for the sinister. So there's your your own personal ego that's been programmed by disagreeable forces, which I call the sinister. Are they out to get you? They already got you. They ain't out to get you. They out to keep you. They already got you. When you came here, they had you. They already had you. They're, and they're colorless. They're colorless, and they're more intelligent than you are. But they can't stop you from evolving if you choose it. So you recognize your enemy, right? And people that come to you with egotistical challenges, those people at the wall of suffering. Now listen, there's people at the wall of suffering who just lean up on the wall. There's people who have tents at the wall of suffering like Skid Row. There's people who have three bedroom, two baths at the wall of suffering. There's communities and cul-de-sacs at the wall of suffering. And there's mansions at the wall of suffering. There's condos, townhouses, lofts, apartment complexes, projects at the wall of suffering. Every range. The wall of suffering does not discriminate. Some people who have the lowest amount of money in their bank account and think the least of themselves have spent the most energy building a mansion at the wall of suffering. They can tell you everything about what's wrong with this planet. They can tell you everything was wrong with the energy here. They can tell you who's a victim, who's a villain. They can tell you why you should quit, why you should want to kill somebody, why you should operate out of the same disagreeable nature as the sinister. There's your true agent. You watch The Matrix and talk about Mr. Smith. There's your agent right there. That joker's just trying to keep you over there in his mansion, in his tent, in his boudoir, her boudoir, using all type of techniques. Listen, man, it's rough leaving the wall of suffering because I had so many friends over there so many family members, so many clients, but I don't care. I don't, have, I, I don't have 90 days to process this information. I got 10 seconds. 
I listened as this was being downloaded to me. And I said, this ain't going to take 90 days for me to see whether, you know, you ain't got to come back and check with me in 90 days to see how I'm processing this. Write this down. Processing delays action. You know how people say, I got to process this. Processing delays action. Somebody told me the other day, they said, man, you, you, you talk too fast and you, you're all over the place and some people can't keep up. I said, brother, I'm talking to their DNA. I'm talking to their subconscious. I don't talk to people's conscious mind anymore. Their DNA is my DNA. Their conscious is my, con- their, their, their subconscious mind is my subconscious mind. I'm talking to your subconscious mind. Let me give you a tip on a great teacher. A great teacher will talk to your subconscious mind. You know, you know, you know how you can tell if a great teacher talk, says something to your subconscious mind? When you when you're in your deepest despair and you remember that jewel that that teacher gave you and you can use it to get you out of that despair and to stop suffering, he was talking to your subconscious mind. I've had teachers talk to me who I'm thinking about right now and I'm becoming emotional as I think about them because they're not in this world anymore physically. And they told me something and I hesitated because I wanted to process it. And a good teacher, when you don't use the tools they give you or they know that you're not using your tools, they don't give you anymore. They ain't gonna, they're not going to choke you out on information. And so you hesitate. So you, so, so, so you stop your own. So you, so you retard your own growth. So on the path of spiritual evolution, process and delays action. You're wrong. You're wrong. You don't have to think this out. You're wrong. You have been wrong. Your mother was wrong. Your father was wrong. You don't have to think these things out when it's coming into your subconscious and you're coming into your spirit and you can feel it in your bones and your soul and your heart and it makes you cry. They were wrong. Spiritual path of evolution. You must have courage. Courage and fearlessness. You must have the courage to say, I know you gave me the best that you had, mother, but you were wrong. Father, I know you gave me the best that you had, but you were wrong. You were inaccurate. Not wrong in your actions, but you were wrong in your information. You gave me the best you had, but you gave me your programming. Write this down on the path of spiritual evolution. I must give up my suffering inheritance because that's what we inherited. We inherited suffering from our parents. It's an inheritance. We inherited poverty. We inherited, I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. We inherited dogmatic religions, all of them. Christianity, Islam, Judaism, even Buddhism at times. You know, I love the Taoists. I love the Buddhists. I love Islam. I love Christianity. But the dogmatic side of it, when I, can't, when I couldn't read in between the lines, 
all programming, programming of suffering. You have to have the courage. You must be fearless to let those know you were wrong. You, you don't even have to tell them verbally, but you have to be able to admit it to yourself. Oh, man, let me, let me, let me show you how deep the program is. My mama told me that, so I got to do it. Well, you know, I was raised this way. Those are excuses. What my man Merck say? Excuses are tools of the incompetent. Statues to nothingness, bridges that lead nowhere. People that use them seldom get anywhere or have anything. Therefore, I have none. I don't have any more excuses. Excuses are tools of the incompetent. Bridges to nothingness, statues to nothing. Bridges to nowhere, statues to nothingness. People who use them seldom achieve anything. Therefore, I have none. When somebody's giving you an excuse versus evolution, they've chosen suffering. When somebody comes to you with superior information, a superior system, and you choose to ignore it, or you choose to go at yourself, you've chosen suffering. Billions of people have chosen suffering. Is there anything wrong with choosing suffering? Nope. It just gets more and more painful. A friend of mine the other day, she, I said, I said, if, write this down. I said, if you aren't happy, you're not evolving. You can't evolve unless you're happy. She said, I don't believe that, Kair. She said, because you can't be happy all the time. I said, I agree. She said, the measure between sadness and happiness shows your growth. I said, I agree. But there is no evolution in suffering and sadness. Not if you stay there. Not if you stay there. I've suffered. I've been sad. I've had losses. I didn't stay there, though. I'm not there now. And she found it very hard to believe. She said, well, you're one of the few that can choose happy all the time. Because she kept saying, you can't just be happy all the time. I said, who are you talking to? How can you dictate to me what I can do all the time? It's my life. It's my choice. It's what I do. The God in me says I can. How are you going to tell me and the God I serve something I can't do? Mm-mm. She might be at the wall of suffering. She might, she, she might be in between using her tools and suffering. I don't know. That ain't my job, though. My job is when an ego may come into play to tell me I can't do something that I just told you I'm doing, not something I'm going to do, but something I am doing, I don't get a comp. Remember what I said? That ego is my enemy. And ego may come from somebody else. Somebody else may show up with their ego trying to test me and pull me off the path with them distractions. I hit them with my old Christian phrase, you better get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> Hold on, I got to give myself a standing ovation for that one right there. Get thee behind me, Satan. You better go on somewhere. Now, don't, call, don't go around calling people Satan out loud. <laughs> don't do that. I got a weird sense of humor sometimes. But on the path, 
on evolving your consciousness is very, very important to recognize when these challenges come up, these egotistical moments come up. That's why you need humility. You need those four virtues on the path. Honesty to myself and others at all times. Write this down. Honesty to myself and others at all times. Humility in thoughts, words, and deeds to those above and beneath me. Humility in thoughts, words, and deeds to those above and beneath me. Area code 904, I see you. You're coming up next. Anybody else want to get in on this right here? Just press 1. The call in number is 607-203-5303. Humility in thoughts, words, and deeds to those above and beneath me. Number 3, patience. A lot of y'all got this wrong because I had it wrong. Patience doesn't mean waiting. Write this down. Patience. I will put the needs, capitalized needs, I will put the needs of others before that of my own. Or my own needs. I will put the needs of others before that of my own. Then in parentheses, I want you to put, but not the greedy. See, I can put the needs of somebody else's before mine, but I'm not putting nobody's greediness before mine. Somebody's wants, not my problem. Somebody's needs, I can help you with, but just because you got a want, that's no. Nah, you need to you need to work on that yourself. Because I'm working on my own wants. I don't have a problem going to somebody and say I need I need some help. But if it's something I could do myself, I, I get it done. I can't do everything myself, and I appreciate the help I get. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't even be on the show. You wouldn't even be listening to me right now if I didn't need somebody. I needed somebody to tell me how to do this show, how to be able to, you know, um, upload things, you know what I'm saying, like different types of music or sound effects, you know, like standing ovation. Somebody, I needed somebody to show me how to do that, right? Um, patience. Patience is not waiting. You need to use patience, especially with children and old people, because old people will try to play you. Old people try to play you and say, respect your elders, boy or girl. But then there's an old fool, too. What about the old fool? You know, I can't deal with the old fool just because you're older than me. You think I owe you something. I don't owe you nothing. You can't just because you're older. That's another subject. Patience. Number three, number four, sincerity. I will fear only my lack of sincerity. I will fear only my lack of sincerity. I got a comment in the chat room before I take these two callers. Um, Laura Sharp shared with me. Thank you for joining. She says, yes, there are. At the end of the day, you are your own teacher. I agree with that, but here's what I want to add to that. But what kind of teacher are you? See, you can't, um, you can't be a good teacher to yourself if you've never experienced good teaching. 
You cannot be a good teacher to yourself if you've never experienced good teaching. If you rely on saying, I'm my own teacher, I don't need no teacher, that's your ego. You, 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 you already lost. Ego got you. I was talking to somebody recently. It was like, well, I don't, you sure you need a teacher, Kyrie? You sure? You sure? I just want to just get it and just wander through the woods and pick it up myself. That's going to be your experience then. Primordial knowledge based on meditation. Who taught you how to meditate? You can't teach yourself how to meditate. And primordial knowledge is protected because if you're not humble, all ancient schools of thought were based on humility. That's why you need a external teacher, a external guide, an external guru. It's the natural order of things. You didn't learn to walk by yourself. Somebody was you you can't even remember when you learned to walk. You can't even remember it. You can't even remember how many times you stood up and fell down. So for someone to come to you and say, I'm my own teacher. I don't need no teacher. I can just meditate. You didn't teach yourself how to walk. You didn't teach yourself how to cook food, how to eat, how to hold a spoon. Somebody was feeding you. That was your first teacher. So unless you were making the spoon meditate and the food telekinesis cook on the stove, please miss me with that, that I can just get this through meditation. <laughs> That's something you read. A lot of times we get caught up. All masters are not self-enlightened. That's another misnomer. Don't believe that when somebody tells you that all masters are self-enlightened. All masters had to put the work in to be people make short statements like that as an excuse to, to not be humble. Yes, you are self-enlightened. Yes, you do the work, but you got the technique from another teacher. I promise you. Even if the teacher came through in your meditation, even if one of your spirit guides came to you, you still had a teacher. I'll take a physical teacher on this realm and a three-dimensional, and I'll take a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eight-dimensional teachers. I have teachers on many realms as well as myself. It's like running a business. There's no major business running it. You better run your spirituality like a corporation. You better have a board of directors. If you want to call in, you have something to say, the call-in number is 607-203-5303. I appreciate it when people put things in the chat. But if you really want to express yourself and you want some of this, all you got to do is press 1. Call it from the 904-508. Thanks for calling in. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is Christine Reed, otherwise known as Black Sugar. <laughs> I'm calling from Kenley, North Carolina right now. Kenley, North Carolina, thank side, you. So y'all, y'all have to excuse the wind because I'm outside fueling my truck. All right, all my, right. But, um, yeah. I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I was about to put a 911 call in to my coach, but then I saw the email, the little thing on Facebook, and I came over here and the exact jewels that I needed you to drop, you just dropped. So I appreciate it. <laughs> you working when you ain't working, all right? <laughs> uh, let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> you know when
ain't playing that no ego games was about to put some niggas on their behinds, but you know, <laughs> I had to check the ego and take a step back and like, okay, all right. So I so appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Use your tools. You see that? Listen. She decided. She decided to use her tools instead of letting the ego win again. How's that homework? How's those four agreement homework going too? Let me check on you right quick before I get to the next caller. How 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 that four agreements? I want to memorize. I want to memorize by next time we talk. Okay. Yes, sir. They will be. All right. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. I love you. All right. Love you too. Thanks. All right. Peace. Bye. Don't you hang up though. Don't you hang up and go nowhere. Call it from the seven oh four nine five three. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Coach K. I just um this is Mal. I'm calling from Nicholasville, Kentucky. What's your name again? I'm sorry. This is Nala. How you doing, Nala? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I follow all your Facebook posts and I've been trying to get on your blog talk to hear you. I didn't I didn't intentionally um press one, but here I am. I have a question since I'm here and I appreciate um you giving um me an opportunity to share. But I had a question regarding um knowing your teacher. How do you know when we I, I don't know if this is the right show, but I missed the show where you talked about knowing your teacher and knowing your because oh no! This is this is this is it. I just ain't got to that section yet. I'm coming to that. I'm getting ready to come to that next. The first. All right. So what happened was we had a vote of which show was I gonna do. Was I gonna do a show on evolving on the spiritual path or how to pick the right teacher? You know what I'm saying? Knowing the right teacher. So I put them both together. So for this first hour, we've been covering evolving on the path. The second hour, I'm going to go into the things to look for to let you know that you got the right teacher. Oh, oh, okay, so let me answer the question about evolving. Can I do that, sir? Absolutely. Anything you want. Go ahead. Okay, so um, does evolving, um, you know, in Christianity, they say if you're going through, that means God has something for you and you, you're growing. Is that always a truth or is that subjective? Repeat the question one more time. Because evolving challenges. Repeat the question one more time. When you when the person is evolving, right? Um, in Christianity, they say if you're going through, God has something great for you. Does evolving invoke suffering, or can it evoke suffering? The third choice answer C. It has invoked suffering because you were programmed to suffer. Mm. See the, Christian, see the Christian, Christianity is the tool of the sinister. The sinister used this religion for you not to think for yourself. And if you didn't, if you want a Freemason or Eastern star and you didn't learn the esoteric or the Gnostic version of the Bible, then they were leading you around your nose and keeping you in suffering. That's what they developed it for. They developed it for that because if Christianity was really true, they would say you can't make weapons on this planet that destroy other people. You can't make biological diseases on this planet. Um, you're going to have to stop that because Christ moved in love and we're going to move in love. So you ain't going to do that. And Christianity is the largest religion on the planet Earth. So if they haven't done that, they're letting you know that it's a farce. It's fake. 
Okay, you can pull some stuff out of it. There's some good. There's a few jewels in it, but that piece about well, does evolving evoke suffering? Sure, you're gonna suffer, but as soon as but consciousness, consciousness does not evoke suffering. Consciousness says, I realize that suffering is here. I'm on a slave planet full of suffering, but I can use my tools to evolve. Like as soon as you start using your tools, all of a sudden the suffering stops. The suffering goes away. Now that's if you got some good tools now. Here's the thing. This is good. This is good. If I'm going to give you one tip. This will go into the second piece of, the, of, of this. If your teacher is not giving you tools that stop your suffering, if your teacher is giving you tools or if somebody's giving you tools and the suffering is continuing, then that might not be the right teacher for you. Because a, a good teacher, a good guide, a good guru, a good master, a good coach shows you the tools so the suffering will stop or that you will stop participating in the suffering. Excuse me. Let me reword that. The suffering is always ongoing as long as you're down here. But if you have the right tools and you use them correctly, you will no longer suffer. Christianity made you keep thinking about everybody else, putting their wants before your needs. Remember I said patience is putting the needs of others before that of your own. But a person who's suffering, who doesn't want to use their tools, is lazy. Let's say we work in a house together. Me and you stay in this house together, and um, you, when uh, both of us have a car in the driveway, and you go to the right 30 minutes to go to work, and I go to the left 30 minutes to go to work, and both of us got a tank full of gas, and I ask you, I say, Nala, will you take me to work this morning? And I ask you 45 minutes before I got to be at work. Now, you know you're going to be late because it's 30 minutes one way to drop me off, 30 minutes to get back to the crib. That's an hour. And then 30 minutes to go to your job. And then you say, well, Kyrie, why won't you drive your car? And I say, well, I don't want to burn my gas. You driving. Why won't you just drop me off? That's a greedy person. That's a person mm-hmm. who's suffering. That's a, so you have to learn how to distinguish and have discernment. See, toparia. You have to have discernment for a person who has a um, who has a mind that's not passionate, a person that has a a mind that's not loving. You see what I'm saying? And stop mm-hmm. associating with those who are suffering, and start associating on because the more time you spend with that person suffering, then the that's that's time taken away from you using your tools. Mm-hmm. Rich people ain't rich because they got a lot of money. Rich people are rich because they understand time management. I can't mm-hmm. deal with the tomfoolery. So I'm going to go over here and make me some money. I'm going to go over here and do something, work on myself. I'm going to meditate 20 minutes a day instead of being on Facebook. I'm going to go outside and do some Tai Chi instead of being on Instagram. I'm going to go over I'm, I'm going to cut my phone off for 30 minutes so I can do some, so I can run and do some squats in the backyard. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense to you? Was that helpful? Oh, yeah, that's that's powerful. Thank you so much. Man, that's good. <laughs> now, don't hang up because I'm not done with you because we still got to get to the second half. I got a long list of things to look up that I want to give to you, okay? Okay. I, I was going to try to log on through the blog talk so I can so I can participate that way as well. Sure, um, sure. No problem. Uh, but, yeah, but I'm going to stay on the phone as well. This is awesome. I just, you know, from anyway. I, man, there's so many questions in my mind, and I and I, it would be very selfish of me, and I don't want to do all that. But 
Thank it's you. all right. Thank it's you. all right. I only got I only got one more person behind you. So what you do is press one on your phone right now. That will that okay. will lo- lower your hand. And then when you have okay. another question, when I say somebody hit me, shoot me that question, you just press one again. Okay. Okay. All right. Sir, I appreciate thank you. you. All right. Thank you. Caller from the seven zero four. Seven nine two. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Coach. Hi. Who's this? And where you calling uh, from? This is Jeanette calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Jeanette. How you feeling today? How you doing, sweetie? You oh, know, I'm um, it's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> it's interesting. Well, I didn't grow up in a Christian household, so you know, I'm kind of putting it like in another perspective. Um, as a parent, you are looked upon as a teacher. And my mother taught me, and, and I kind of look at things in a way, that I am here in my daughter's life in order to teach her to become a responsible adult. I always say to everybody that that's my only goal as a teacher. <laughs> and, you know, if she has that in check, or like even spiritually you can look at it, then she can handle anything. Because I know I will not be there forever for her. Right. So I think that when we look at, you know, people being teachers in our lives because we have different levels that we go through in our spirituality in our lives, we're going to have different teachers. So Can we I? also have to know to have the discernment of knowing when those teachers need to be let go and that we do have to go with them. And then we can come back out and know if we actually need another guide within our lives. And Are you? I think mm-hmm. – No, go ahead. No, and I, and I kind of look at things from a Buddhist perspective, because when we look at, um, like, Shakyamuni, um, obtaining enlightenment, you know, he was shown, you know, out the outside world when he came out of the palace, when he was Siddhartha. But when he attained enlightenment, he actually went within. And he was actually sitting there, and he actually had opposition, you know, from the different deities and the different, you know, oppositions in his reality or in his world, or even not in his reality. So... I mean, I just kind of look at like that perspective. Are you sometimes you you know? Mm -hmm. Are you open to looking at things from a new perspective? Well, the perspective that I've actually looked at. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm always open to looking at things in a new perspective. I'm asking, I'm asking you a yes or no question because you're a historian talking to a historian. So I love when this happens because historians Mm -hmm. come and they quote a lot of things from the past. I love. I mm-hmm. love my Taoist masters. I love the dragons mm-hmm. that you have on your Facebook page. I love Buddhism. But guess what? Evolution don't stop. So yep, because they b- because they quoted it, the fact is, in this particular instance, your particular philosophy may be hindering your daughter. Have you ever read Khalil Gibran's the uh, uh, the Prophet? Yes, I I received that. Probably have you ever read? Yeah. Have you ever read the um have you ever read the part um the chapter on the children? No. Let me show you. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters belonging to itself. They come through you, not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts. But they have their own thoughts, which he means they have their own astrological charts. They're not born mm-hmm. the same day that you were born. They have their, they don't have your same experiences. 
You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backwards, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer, who is God, sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. As parents, we have been misprogrammed from the sinister to pass down misinformation. Even like I said, it's okay if you gave me your best, but sometimes your best was misinformation. Because if I don't um, have, how? because we often, parents often want to live vicariously through their children. I'm a, like, and, and especially I'm talking about whether it's a Christian household or whatever, if it's a dogmatic system, including Buddhism, including Taoism, including Islam, and you say, you turn it into a caste system, you turn it into a, uh, you turn it into a, um, just like, um, just like what they do in China. Yo, you, I came up this, you're going to come up this. And if you're going to come, and if I did it, you're going to do it. That's why. But see, that's not how I bring my daughter up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And the thing is, hold on, no, no, but the thing is wait, wait, that wait, wait, I wasn't brought you, up. Hold on, let me ask no, you a question. That's what I said when I said a responsible hold on, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a question. Which, who told you, right. wait a minute, who told you that that's your, which one is more important, your growth or, or her or raising her as to be a responsible adult? Oh, her her. Her growth, her choice to make the right the decisions that is best for her life, as I was but, given the same opportunity. Right, and so, I believe, mm-hmm, and that's how I was brought up in order to make my own decisions. If she's a responsible adult, then she would be able to make the right decisions spiritually and physically. So but let me she ask you a question: If she grows up and she's not a re- if she grows up and she's not a responsible adult, does that make you a failure? No, I'll never a failure because everything I do in life is it works towards something. So if she doesn't grow up to be a so she grow up to a let's say she grows up no no you can't you can't dictate that because you don't know you can't you can't because if you do what you're trying hold on hold on what based on but but so then if if you know she will be then it's not your responsibility then since you know it for sure. Then without you, she's still It's her responsibility to make the most the, the correct decisions. It's not my no, responsibility. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. It's her responsibility to grow. We came to this planet on this path exactly. of spiritual evolution. We came here to grow. Even, so it's not about. Hold on. It's not about. So right who am choices. I to say that? But who am I to say that what I believe is not responsible? When she becomes an adult, who am I to believe that that's not correct? It's when is she an adult? When is she an adult? She has a few more years. She's 16 right when? now. When? 17. So she, well, if she was Jewish, she'd be an adult at, at 12 at the bar mitzvah. Who told you at, at 18 when? she's an adult? Here's the I thing. That's dogmatic. Yes, I never said she was going to be an adult at 18. You said she has a few when more she years. Is on her own, when she has a job, when she is working, when she's able to be responsible for herself, when she has I'm her glad own this home. Is, I'm glad this is being recorded because you can go back and listen that you are – Putting structures around her growth, 
You you are actually she's actually able. But my point was, I think we're getting away from what the main point was, which is about me being her teacher and me being her teacher for the time period because she goes through different stages. Her seven stages, I am there for her during particular stages. She may need somebody to be there for her when she's 21 in order to get her through that particular stage. But my point is is that you don't always have to, you have to know when to let go of somebody and go within. You know, it's a give and take when it comes to growth and responsibility. So as adults, we have to look at things the same way. You know, so we can't always look outside of ourselves when it comes to spirituality. We have to go within because we have to know what direction we need to take next. That there's was no point. Well, there's no argument in that. I, I don't think that I've had an external conversation since I've been on this call. I haven't had anything mm-hmm. external. I haven't even we haven't I haven't even got to the teacher aspect yet. I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't even I haven't even got to that part. So I don't I'm just trying to keep up and follow a little bit about you saying that we ultimately have to go in. The first thing I said at the beginning of the show, maybe you missed it, was meditation. I said that. And I also said you need a teacher to show you how to properly meditate. I used a maze as an example because the mind is just like a maze. The mind is just like a maze. And having having a guide, having a teacher, having a coach, a good one, is someone who has a bird's eye view. That's one of the things that I said about when that's why you have to have humility and you also have to know when to let go. But a good teacher also has to realize that everything is not their responsibility. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to impart to you. That's why I ask you where you open to good information because the cosmic contract was over when your daughter passed through your womb. That was a cosmic contract. You you don't have, you 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 created a second contract that I'm going to raise you and I'm going to do this and I'm going to teach you this. But the cosmic contract before 1950 that your daughter and you agreed on that she would use your womb to come down from the etheric realm and manifest here on the physical plane three dimensionally is the only contract and the original contract that you had. And proof of that is. I always use Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie adopted all these children from different ethnicities. So those, their biological parents completed the cosmic contract of letting them get here. But their biological parents, mothers and fathers, are not raising them right now. They're being raised by a non-biological parent who's showing them a lot of love, who's teaching them what she knows, who's putting up roof over their head. But there is no contract. That's a programming that, oh, there's nothing like a mother's love, yada, yada, yada. That's false. There is something like a mother's love. It's just love. It's just growth. I didn't come here. What I'm telling you is you came here to grow. You didn't come here to be a mother. You didn't come here to be a daughter. You didn't come here to be a failure or to be successful. Growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. That rule is for you, me, your teacher, everybody that you will teach, your daughter. Nobody's exempt from that. Your daughter's primary purpose here on planet Earth is growth. Your primary purpose is growth. Now, if she watches you grow, then she will learn that because it will speak to her DNA. She chose you for a reason. There's a contract. You know, she came to you three months before you and her father got together and and, um, conceived her through egg and sperm. It was already happening three months prior to that. 
And that was the contract. So when we go back and review the contract, they, everything is perfect because when you look at her birth chart, you can tell that she already had a map coming in. And if something would have happened to you, unfortunately, when you were little, I mean, when she was born, because there's tons and tons and tons of women who die at birth mm-hmm. when they give, and the child comes in. The contract was over. They're not a bad person. That child still has a roadmap. That's why I'm big on astrology. And all the ancients were big on astrology. All of them were. And when we got away from that, that's how religion and dogma came in to say, leave that alone. Leave that alone. Don't look at that because that will tell you the truth and that you won't listen to me. And you'll formulate your own opinion. People, people always formulate their opinions. But like Jay-Z said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. If you get on a scale and you are, let's say you're 5'8", and you are 300 pounds, and the doctor says you got high blood pressure and you obese, and you look at the doctor and say, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, but the numbers don't lie. So these numbers, the day of your birth, the day of your daughter's birth. So I want to encourage you to look at your daughter's birth chart. See where her son is at. See where her north node is at. She already has her own map already. You have your own map already. And I encourage all parents to let their children live out their chart versus I got to do this, I got to do that. You ain't got to do nothing but grow. That's it. And that's the greatest gift that you could show your daughter, me, humanity, is how does mommy use her tools? Because actually, there's a, there's, a, there's a 15-year-old in St. Louis who started his own business at 12, and he's, a, he, he's worth like $10 million right now. So every, all of us have that God potential in us. And, our, and parents wrongfully or misinformingly, unknowingly, block that God concept in coming out of us by saying there's a time limit where this happens. Like your daughter can be God without having her own place. Now, physically, I know what you mean 1,000%, honey. She need to get her own crib. She need to get out your pocket, and she need to get out your refrigerator. And you would love to be able to walk around naked again around your crib and do the do when you feel like it. But, you know, that's a little, you know, sort of inappropriate behavior maybe in your mind. Some people do that, you know, in, in some cultures. But check this out. There are other beings in other galaxies that sex in front of offspring is not shameful, you know? So that's a culture that we live in right now that we have to, now I'm not saying that, I'm not proposing that people start having sex in front of their children. I didn't say that, but at least start having the conversations of, you know, we are, you know, we have these things. And also, you know, look into your daughter's already, you know, she's 16. Now she was a Jew, she would already be on her own or she'd already be running part of the business. If she was Chinese, she'd already be running part of the business. And that's, that's a whole nother show on black people retarding the growth of their children because the United States says at 18, you can vote and go into the army and die for your country. So I'm going to base my entire household off of 18. Or I can't wait till you 18 till you get out. That could be in the back of your subconscious mind. And a child could be picking that up. You know what I'm saying? And that energy could be expressed even though it never came out verbally. Now, you, I can pick up your energy. You're very loving. You're very supportive. I don't even know your birthday or nothing like that. You're also very wise. You know, you're very well studied. But I encourage you, continue to grow. 
Go back and read that to your child, to your daughter, that ch- that that children um, by Khalil Gibran from the Prophet. I think it'll be a wonderful gift for her, and I definitely appreciate you for calling in today. Thank you so much. I'm gonna pull that off the shelf right now and put it on her bed when she gets home. Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute, this for you right here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That goes right I love back you, Coach. to I love you, but that goes back to that touches my heart because I didn't get the profits until I was thirty two. And I think about wow. I, I didn't start learning astrology till I was thirty one. What if like I said at the beginning of this conversation, what if some more tools would have been made available to me because I because my parents were open enough to that. So I salute you for being open enough to lay that on um, to lay that on her bed so when she gets home, you know, it's routine that mom leaves stuff on the bed like this. Mom leaves jewels on the bed for me. So I salute you. And um, you you in, you in good shape, honey. You in good shape. And I appreciate you for, you know, your words. And um, and please keep listening. I, I, got, I got more of this to come. Thanks, sweetie. Keep on going. Keep on going. All right. I thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. All right, all right, all right. Got some good mamas out here, good parents. Lay something, on, lay something heavy on them. All right, call her from the 864-864-706. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Greetings. My name is Jamila, and I'm calling from South Carolina. Hi, Jamila. How you doing? I'm well and yourself. Oh, I'm blessed by the best. Well, Too sexy to be stressed and worth my weight in diamonds and gold, just like you. What's up? <laughs> Um, this is my first time on the show. Um, one of my mentors, um, whom I just recently met, she posted the link and I just got on it because I had a wonderful conversation with her this morning. And just to give a little background of myself, like I didn't really grow up in the church, although a lot of my family members did, they were very, what I would call spooky. And at the age of 19, no, I mean, really, like, for real. No, 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 I believe you. At the age of 19, after a very traumatic experience um, where I almost died and I um, had my child stillborn, I completely changed my life around and I became a member of the Nation of Islam. And if Mm -hmm. you know anything about the Nation of Islam, I'm going to Farrakhan. Unfortunately, a lot of the quote-unquote believers are very dogmatic and mm-hmm. basically Christian in, in their mindset because um, they don't want information from anybody else except from him or except... I'm very, I'm uh, very familiar with the Nation of Islam. Very yeah, familiar. Yes. Yeah. So now I've always been a very open person and I was on my own since the age of 15, so I've had many teachers from many different backgrounds, and I was always open to information. So when I became a part of the Nation of Islam, it was really hard for me to close myself off from people when I know that I I naturally like to research things, I naturally like to learn, and to close myself off from people out of fear of somebody, quote-unquote, dropping a seed on me and making me turn hypocrite, it was really hard for me. 
so for seven years, seven or eight years, this is how I lived until one day it hit me like, okay, there's no one way. There's no one path to enlightenment. You can't sit here and tell me that, okay, you go out and search of knowledge and, and you'll be fine, but you're telling me to stay away from anybody who comes to teach me anything and only listen to this one person, nobody else. Just listen to this one person. And I, I felt very uncomfortable with that. But at the same time, I noticed that a lot of people who claim to have knowledge of self and who are enlightened, a lot of them are very arrogant, and they feel like they don't need a teacher because I'm the God. You know, you know, there's well, no guys. I'm like trust me, I'm gonna address them. Trust me, I'm gonna trust me, I'm gonna trust me, I'm about to address them. Go ahead, right. go ahead, keep going though. You so warming me up. You warming me up. So it's like I'm trying to stay between that happy medium. It's not like I'm I'm trying to get away from dogmatism. I don't wanna mm-hmm. go to that extreme, but I don't wanna go to the opposite extreme and get extremely arrogant like, you know, I'm the God, I'm the goddess. You know, I don't need nobody teaching me, you know, and this and this and that because I understand that I don't know I'm going to need a guy. But at the same time, like, I don't have to stay stuck up under one teacher, you know. You know what I'm saying? So when my my mentor posted this, because I just recently put up a um, status that sounded a little arrogant, and it's it's a very person. But it sounded arrogant because I'm trying to get away, and it's it's sickening to me to see people who are very dogmatic. So when she posted this, it kind of brought me back down. Like, okay, now you are learning. You do your true God is within, but also have teachers that come into your life that help you get to a certain point. And she she is what I consider one of my mentors. So I I kind of had to check myself and like balance myself out because I didn't want to get too arrogant. So I thank you for this because I'm really enjoying this show. Um, I'm glad that I I came across the link and just clicked on. It. So yeah, you. <laughs> you know what you get for that right there. I'm gonna basically use you. I'm gonna use you as my segue into this next section, talking about picking a teacher. Because I want to respond to what you're saying, but I'm gonna just mm-hmm. take 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 what you said. I want you to keep listening, and I'm gonna run it right mm-hmm. into my next my next section about finding the right teacher. Okay? Because okay. I got something like I got something right here beside me that you gonna you gonna be like, ooh, we said that. Okay? But first okay. off, even before you go though, um. Arrogance. Let me talk about mm-hmm. arrogance. Arrogance is often called arrogance by other people who feel you are about to be free. They feel that mm-hmm. you are showing your fearlessness. The, mm-hmm. You you do have the God in you. The you are a right. God. But a right. lot of those a lot of those people from the nation of Islam, nation of gods and herbs. People in the so-called uh, quote-unquote conscious community, they use that as fluff. They use yes. that as fluff. Mm-hmm. So right. all you need to see is, are you suffering or are you popping off? 
If you popping off, right. you, you ain't got to tell me that you God. Can you teach? That's right. Can you, That's can, right. can you hold my attention? So then you can say it. And guess what? If you God, somebody else going to say it. Somebody else mm-hmm. going to say it. You understand? I, it's, right. I got somebody. I got somebody now. It's, I have a sister. I was doing a reading the other day, and she kept calling me king so much I almost was uncomfortable. She said, okay, <laughs> king. Okay, king. I was like, you know, you can say Coach Kyrie. She was like, "This is appropriate." I was like, mm-hmm. "I was like, yeah. okay." Yeah. I had to receive it. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like, you know. Now, of course, now I'm joking or something. I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm King Kyrie." Blah blah blah. But that's mm-hmm. not me coming out to say, you know, I'm the king of. But I am the king of my castle. So that's right. You have to have a certain amount of discernment. And don't get frustrated. Do not get frustrated by double talk. Don't get frustrated mm-hmm. by double talk. I call that um, chew up the meat and spit out the bones. Chew up the mm-hmm. meat and spit out the bones. Because the conscious community or any one particular path is always temporary. You should never, right. you should, you should never be an old head in nothing except reality and science. If you have a teacher right. that always wants you to say, I am a follower of, that is what is mm-hmm. called an assembly line. If you are mm-hmm. treated as if you are not treated as an individual but are a part of an assembly line system where everyone is treated the same no matter what, their differences question the teacher, ask for the attention you deserve. Or mm-hmm. or roll out. Roll out. Don't do don't do spiritual form. I mean, spiritual cloning. Don't do it. Don't be a spiritual clone. And in the, I know in the nation of God's earth or in the nation of Islam, to get in, you have to write mm-hmm. the letter that W.D. Fard wrote and the signature got to look just like his or you don't get in. I know people that had to write the letter yeah. four or five times. Yeah. Yep. It's true. That shirks your own personal individuality. Now, I also know that the Nation of Islam has done the greatest job of reforming drug addicts and cleaning up the streets in America mm-hmm. of any other organization, period. Hands right. down. Hands down. So I mm-hmm. still say Master Farah Muhammad was a white boy. I don't care. But, mm-hmm. I, but I'm not going to say that the merits of what the Nation of Islam has done for some people who are at that level in their spiritual maturity. Some people need right. the nation of Islam so bad. If you see that it's ruffling your feathers, then guess what? You innately are ready to move on to something else. And it serves mm-hmm. you for the time period that you need it. But yes, mm-hmm. it, has its, it has its dogmatic uh, aspects of it. And it has mm-hmm. its good aspects of it. You have to be able to discern and one thing I want you not to get is I don't want you to get disgusted with anything. Mm-hmm. Don't get mm-hmm. disgusted with anything. Just relax, okay? Just relax. Yes, don't, don't, get, don't, don't get disgusted because then you're not evolving. You have to be mm-hmm. happy and bring in a high energy of joy for your magic to work. That's why dark magic yeah. is temporary because you're not doing it out of joy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep keep joy on the path. That's the thing. I'm glad that you reminded me to speak on that. As you evolve mm-hmm. on the spiritual path, meditation, drinking a lot of water, 
the, the, the virtues, but also making sure that you are joyful. The goal mm-hmm. is lifts. A teacher told me who was in the nation of Islam, who was in, in the who was in the Moor Science Temple, who also was in the Ansullah, who was in the Nawapian Nation, who stood up on the Malachi York. The greatest lesson mm-hmm. he ever taught me was never let someone steal your joy. That's right. Write that down. Right. Everybody write that down. Never mm-hmm. let someone steal your joy. Be aware be aware of the joy stealers. Beware of the joy stealers. If someone starts mm-hmm. to steal your joy, then beware. Beware of that person. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Jamil, I want to thank yes. you again. I appreciate you for calling in. I look forward yes, to you uh, listening you. in to uh, shows in the future. And But don't hang up because I'm getting ready to go into the second section about the teachers, okay? Yes, sir. All right. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you. Peace. Peace. I want to say this real quick. Um, it feels so good to be back in the saddle. Like, I've been doing blog talk radio, they told me, since 2009. Um, I have over 250,000 downloads or listeners or something like that. And um, I hadn't been doing blogs for like a year. I've been studying, working on some other platforms. But um, but to be back in the seat right now, to have people calling in, um, talking to me, and, um, you know, um, just interacting with me like this, I am, um, I'm just excited, you know, I'm just excited and I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate all of y'all for y'all support for, you know, taking the time to call in and listen. It really, 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 um, it really, really means a lot to me. Okay. And, um, don't stop, don't stop the questions. If you got a question, you can press one. The caller number is 607-203-5303. I got to address a couple of um, couple questions in the chat room. Um, Xanadu posted, so I want to read this real quick and honor that before I go on to this next section. She said, um, <clears throat> are our teachers appointed to us or are they designated by spirit? Appointed, but not appointed in this lifetime. See, every person that you met, every person that you had sex with, all the children that you had, all the people that you came in, that, that, that you got in a fight with, when I went to prison and the dude who locked me up, the judge, I already had been appointed them. Our relationship was already sealed. Me knowing uh, Malachi York, Sanyata Saraswati, Dr. Mitchell Gibson, uh, Master, uh, Ashaya, all this was already appointed. Then I had the choice to pick it up or not, you know, but then I would delay the appointment. So these teachers already appointed to us, but you signed the contract. Spirit didn't appoint them. You designated this. You said, yo, this is the teacher. Boom. Sonata came down before me. I was like, I'll see you when I get down there. Then Mitchell Gibson came after him, already was on planet Earth. He's 11 years older than me, so he's 1959. I was like, I'll see you when I get down there. But any teacher that you have, it's not your first lifetime with them. That's another thing on the spiritual path. Please, 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 you have to quit thinking that there's only one lifetime. Get away from there's only one lifetime. No, 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 
No, no. You've been here thousands and thousands of times. Some of us have been here millions of times. It is absurd to think that you've only been here one time, okay? You can't get it all right. The best sex you ever had with somebody, was it the first time you had sex with them or was it because it was a it, it was a sequence of events and a succession of events? And even if it was good that first time, didn't you want to keep having it? Didn't it get better as it went on? So it's just like that. Life is just like sex, man. And write this down. Sex is for healing and manifesting. I'm going to do a whole show on what is sex. What is sex for? Also, get ready for the Tantra show. Tantra, beyond the orgasm. Write that down. I'm, I'm, I'm a little fed up with people keep associating just the orgasm and playing Tantra small like it's surrounding the orgasm or an erect phallic symbols, okay? Or the chakras or the energy symbols. It's a lot of new information that I'm getting ready to let out. And it's not even new. It's just something that you didn't know and it's going to challenge you to think. I'm not challenging you to change. I'm challenging you to think. That's it. You can you 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 can stay the same for all I care because you can be at the you, you can be at the wall of human suffering as long as you desire. My feelings is not hurt. Jamil, I see you just sent me a friend request. I am accepting right now. Yes, ma'am. Um if somebody sent me a friend request, please also, if you didn't call in, you gotta you got you, you gotta send me your you gotta send me a message because I don't just accept people because you sent me a friend request. And it's Kyrie Carter on Facebook. Um, Coach Kyrie is a fan page. And the website, for those who just got here late, please go to CoachKyrie.com and get your gift. Go to CoachKyrie.com and get your gift. Leave your email address, leave your name, get your gift, get those four tracks from Sunyata, my teacher. And also click on the top of the screen after that where it says uh, that free $100. Here's that $100. Click on that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Click on that with the $100. You can have that for free. And yeah, I, I, I have tons of things to give to you to make sure you're good to go. If you are interested in learning to meditate, the microcosmic orbit meditation, to me, is the foundation of all meditations. You can put something, you put anything on top of that. Go to coachkmeditation.info, coachkmeditation.info. Um, also, today's the last day to sign up for Moon Magic uh, 28. So please write that down. Moonmagic28.info. It's a group po- coaching. It's a group coaching program that I facilitate every month. Um, yeah, man, just so much to say about. It. I just went on pause for a second. There's a video that explains it, but uh, we align you with the energies of the moon. There's eight phases of the moon, eight energies, eight opportunities to manifest two goals. This month we're working on your flight plan, and what is your definite purpose. A lot of people don't have what they want because you don't know your definite purpose. Please go back to my last show, which was Thursday night, on the flight plan for consciousness. Please, please, please go back and listen to that show today, sometime today. If you ain't going out tonight, involved in no debauchery, please go back and listen to that program, please. Just Coach Kyer, I mean, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Kyer, and you just scroll down. You'll see it was the last show that I did on Thursday. Please listen to that. Please have a piece of paper and draw that out. All right. Now, this next section is how to pick a teacher. How to pick a teacher. 
Can I um I got something I got something for y'all real quick. I want to um I always love to inspire people um with a little bit of little bit of music, you know, and I want to get some water. So I want to play a quick song for y'all real quick tonight. Um if you go to sofaseries.com, I'm gonna be in Tucker, Georgia with four ladies who can sing. They can sing, sing, sing. And this is um, one of the songs that they're going to be singing. I want to play this track for you while I get some water real quick and while I get my stuff together. I've been talking for like a straight um, hour and some change. I'll be right back in like a minute and a half. Don't go anywhere. Please, at the bottom of the page, if you're listening, share this on Facebook with somebody. Tweet somebody. Go on social media. Share this from my Facebook page, you know, Instagram, and let people know what you're listening to. We'll be right back. This is by Tanya Dyson, Find My Way.
Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you, Tanya, for rocking with us, to, for giving us that just jewels right there. She was telling that man, she said, yo, you thought I was lost without you. I'm going to go find my way. But she went to him in the first place because women come to men for leadership. Ain't nothing wrong with that. She said, I'm a master navigator. And as a master navigator, if you see that who you've been studying with and they don't qualify and it's not with your own, it's not with your growth anymore, then what you need to do is, like you said, move on. Master Navigator. Someone in my chat room said, oh, at the end, we're all self-enlightened. Oh, we get it through meditation. Now you make it through, you really get enlightened from a de- from decisions you make of what you're going to do with the tools that you use that you got from people. So if you got some tools and you're suffering and you say, you know what, this is not evolving me, especially in love relationships. And what do we do? And we roll out. So nothing wrong with, definitely nothing wrong with rolling out when it's not working for you. All right. All right. Now, I got a list right here that I got that I wrote down for things to look for in a great teacher. Um, when I started studying with Senyata, he gave us a um, he gave us a sheet and it said um, choosing a spiritual or personal growth meditative system or path is not usually an easy thing to do. For most of us, most of us is either feels right or it doesn't. Many times we unfairly place the teachers who instruct us on pedestals or believe they have some infallible attributes. Then further down the road, we find that they are less godlike than we thought. And all of a sudden, we begin believing that what, we've, what they've been teaching is less than what we originally thought. Having said that, we've compiled a list of things to critically consider when looking for a system or a teacher. So I'm going to share this list with you. And then I'm going to also give you my own personal experiences. But I use this for my teachers when I and I and I, and I subconsciously I use it because my teacher was doing this, so I naturally saw this. So when I <clears throat> so when I started studying with Dr. Mitchell Gibson, I was like, wow, he's doing all of this, and he can show and prove. I was like, yo, this is my teacher, you know. And he's and he was my he's my reflection. And he's showing me how to teach myself, you know. And here's another thing. We think that teachers are going to give you everything. It's a guide. Every teacher, guru, master, coach is really a guide. If you're going to a person thinking they're going to give you all the answers and you ain't going to do nothing but just get all the answers and hold them in your mind and be an intellectual parrot, we call that top heavy. You're going to be top heavy and there's no evolution in that. Sonata used to always talk about somebody being top heavy. Don't be top heavy, okay? And don't think your teacher's going to give you all the all the answers. Now, number one, sense of humor. Make sure your teacher can see the humor in what you are doing. Laughing at sacred cows is good for your health. Watch out if irreverence is not allowed. Sense of humor. Number two, humility. The teacher should be honest about his own growth progressions and not holding himself up as an expert of perfection. Your teacher should be an expert. They can say I'm an expert. They can say I'm a master, but an expert of perfection. I've, I've never had a, pers- a, um, a, a, a teacher come up and say, I'm an expert in perfection. They all tell me that they are expert as, I mean, they are perfect as they are, but never proclaiming, you know, like, we use these words, like I said, you got to start redefining some words. You are perfect because 
your body is 99% empty space anyway, and the universe is mathematically correct. So what you're doing and what you're going through fits into the scheme of things and the greater good of the universe, of the greater scheme of the universe, whether you realize it or not. So when Christianity told you that nobody's perfect or your friend told you that or your mother or father told you that or we were born into sin, put BS beside that. That's a lie. Sin is from the Greek word hamatia, which means to miss the mark, okay? So we do miss the mark when we don't use our tools. So that's when we start sinning. But you're still perfect when you're not using your tools because you're just going to come back. That's all. They got rules and regulations around here in this holograph experiment for where you'll be placed if you don't want to use the tools and you don't want to evolve. Number three, group think. Be careful of a party line which overrides how people actually feel or, or or think about what they are doing. Be an individual. Think for yourself. All right? When you go into a group, that was one thing. When I went into a group, I'm always looking to see how everybody's thinking. You know what I'm saying? I went to a Savior's Day one time, and I didn't see group. I saw group think. I didn't see people as individuals. I know some people who are still members of the Nation of Islam who do think on their own, even though they use the nation as their platform. I know some people in church who are very creative and individual like minds, you know, but an organization that doesn't want you to be yourself or an organization or something like that, a teacher that wants that wants you to leave your stuff on the shelf so you can just, you know what I'm saying, look like that, a robot, don't do it. Secrets and taboo subjects. Not a good sign of certain questions can't be asked or shared or problems voiced. The suppression of information guarded by an inner circle is not healthy. Number five, genuine access. Can you sit down and have a regular conversation with your teacher? A good teacher will help debunk the guru myth. Now, can you sit down and have a good conversation? That doesn't mean your teacher has to be available for you, available for you 24 hours because you called him or you should have his personal phone number and he should stop doing what he's doing. No, it means when he sits down, when you do have a time to sit down and talk with him, is he a real person? You know, did he pat you down or have some kind of security screen to go through before? Or was it a general conversation? You know, so how does that person interact with you when um, when you are together? Some people who have thousands and thousands of followers, you can't just like be like, oh, you're going to talk to me today. Oh, he, he'll never talk to me. So he he's not a good teacher. No, not a their producer. They're producing so much tools and so much work that that's an extension of them, all right? Um, spiritual clones, in its worst form, it is the worst form of psychological stereotyping. A group of people manifest a narrow range of feeling in almost all situations, such as always happy or pious, or reduce everything to a single explanation. This relates to groupthink, handling it the same way. If somebody can always say, um, the only thing constant is change. The only thing constant is change. And they ain't giving you no individual answer. They try and turn you into somebody who always, you know, uh, you know, says that don't eat meat, don't eat meat. Well, why not? Don't eat meat, don't eat meat, don't eat meat. Why not? Why not? Don't eat kale, don't eat kale. Why not? Why not? If they just want you to be some kind of clone, they can't explain it to you. Be careful. Loyalty and duplicity. Watch out for this. If you're asked to prove loyalty to a teacher or system by doing something which violates your personal ethics, back off. 
A group like this usually has hidden agendas whose public whose public misrepresents its unhealthy true nature. Don't do it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. This one is self-explanatory. You don't have to um, get involved in something that violates your personal um, ethics and the way that you do things in order to prove something to somebody that I'm worthy of getting in. Don't go on a spiritual path where you got to jump yourself in. You know what I'm saying? Now, hey, the Shaolin monks may make you shave your head, but you if you don't want to shave your head and that's against that, then don't do it. But, you know, that's that's some systems are like that. I'm not telling you to be, don't be a Shaolin monk or whatever. But if it goes against your personal ethics, not your personal appearance, okay? Not your personal appearance, but your personal ethics is the difference. Um, we talked about assembly line, unifocal understanding. This is when a single worldview is used to explain just about everything. If alternative explanations are not even looked at or considered, consider another teacher or system. I pride myself on my Taoist path, T-A-O-I-S-T. On the Taoist path is flexibility, right? And not me having to have one worldview. Things change. I used to feel the same way the sister who came on talking about her daughter. I used to feel very much like that about this is my responsibility as a husband, as a father, as an adult, as a partner, yada, yada, yada. But I didn't realize that I was still participating at the wall of human suffering by holding myself to all those things. And I wasn't growing. I wasn't growing. So I still can be a good father, but that's a result of my growth. I can still be a great husband, but that's a result of my growth, the purpose. Everything else is a result. Those are the results of my growth and the things that I'm doing. All right. And growth application. Your teachers should be using the wisdom and knowledge they are acquiring from their own system to grow and meet the challenges of their own life. If they're not even if they're not even doing and growing from the system they teach, why should you be doing it? Why should you be doing it? Think about it. Right. Okay. Now, here's my this is the list that I downloaded last night. What I say, in my opinion, what I'm looking for. And in my journey, these are some of the attributes that I look for in a teacher. Even if I'm not even considering them becoming my teacher, but to qualify me to say, yo, you're a good teacher. I was telling Malaya the other day, she did a demonstration um, with um, a lingam massage. I said she was a very good teacher because the way she presented it, the way she was courageous, she was knowledgeable about her information. But this is my list. If you're on a spiritual path and you're looking for a teacher, are they a meditator? I don't feel you can be on the spiritual path and you don't meditate. I don't see how it's possible. So how could I study with somebody who doesn't meditate? That's me for the spiritual path. If it's about money or something else, then that might be the teacher for you. But are they a meditator? Um, a good teacher challenges you. A good teacher challenges you. A good teacher is a fighter, but not a thug. A good teacher, a good guide, a good guru, they they had to fight to get where they were. Even if they're just sitting still, 
being cool, calm, and collective. They had there was a fight somewhere. Somewhere there was a fight. So but not a thug. A thug is someone who's like, let's go overthrow the government. Let's march again. Let's go over here and stand in front of the White House or let's go grab our guns. That's not a good teacher. A good teacher is supportive and compassionate. A good teacher knows how to give you the things that you need to support your journey. And a good teacher is compassionate. They're not always busting you upside the head. Sunyata was very compassionate, but man, did he at times help. He, 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 had to, he had to bust our egos. He really had to get into us and give us some super humbling conversation and really get at us, you know, but it was because he loved us. It was sometimes it might've, you might, you might've interpreted as abuse, but then when you go back and think, you'd be like, well, why'd you bring that challenge in in the first place? It was something, a deeply rooted belief or something that I had, something that we had in class that was going to interfere with what was coming next. So a teacher, a good teacher is supportive and compassionate. A good teacher is effective and consistent. A good teacher is effective and consistent. If you're listening in the chat room, you need to call in because the computer is about to, the broadcast online is about to cut off. So you need to call in 607-203-5303. You need to call in now so you can listen to the what I call the after party because it's going to cut off in about 60 seconds. But if you're on the line, you are in the building. Don't hang up, all right? Just stay on the line, and you'll be able to continue the conversation. All right. A teacher must be effective and consistent. Ah, oh, man. That's one thing for me I had to realize in my teaching. Narrow it down, Kair. Stick to what you're really good at. What they say? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the streams that you used to. Stay in my lane. A good teacher stays in their lane and does not try to, like, say, I'm great at this. I can't teach you how to fix a transmission. But if you want to learn how to do astrology, I got you. No problem, you know. But I don't know how to do programming and, and, and things like that. So, and... Are the tools that the teacher gave you, are they working? Are the tools that the teacher gave you, are they working for you? Are you getting results? That is critical. And are they getting results? Are they showing, are they showing, um, are they showing results in their path as well? Um, a good teacher is mentally healthy. Boy, please write that down. There's some teachers out here that are not mentally healthy, but they're still teaching. Some people say, well, why are they teaching? Because they want to. That's what they want to do. Some people teach out of their ego. doesn't make them a better teacher. don't make them a worse teacher, but they teach from their, a point of their ego. They've got to be right. A good teacher is learning from their student at all times. They're a forever student. But it doesn't mean you can come in with no knowledge or no no part of the system and come in and tell them they need to listen to you. I teach Tai Chi. If you don't have any martial arts background and you come into my class, then you need to be following instructions. You really, you know what I'm saying? Like, and trust me what I'm teaching you. 
If you don't trust me as a teacher, then you shouldn't be in my class. You've already done the research, so don't be in here. So do the research. If you suspect that a teacher is not mentally healthy, one thing I don't like and to me that to me shows a sign of um, a little bit of mental instability is when people use a lot of profanity. I used to use a lot of profanity in, in the way I taught. And I have great command of the English language, but using profanity denotes my laziness, you know, my, and I'm, now I may use a word here and there to quote someone, but I'm talking about if it's incessant all the time, that's really not good for you because the gods that live inside of your body, all of your organs have a God. There's a heart God, a lung God, a liver God, a thigh God, a knee God, an ankle God, a little toe God, a brain God, an ear God. All these organs that you have are ruled by gods, and they don't like cursing. They don't like they don't like that negative energy that it comes from. And because you think it's so cool because Dave Chappelle does it, and it's in the hip-hop, or you heard some of the teachers, um, Bobby Hemmett or Phil Valentine or whoever, because you can, like, don't emulate those negative traits of teachers. If you see some teacher that's got something that you can pull from, but they got some negative traits and you want to stay there just temporarily and look at them on YouTube, chew up the meat and spit out the bone, pull in that negativity. All right. Um, a good teacher is fearless. A good teacher is fearless. They don't have, they're not walking around. I'm, I'm scared of some yada, yada, yada. I'm, Yo, a good teacher is getting it in. A good teacher is really, really, really fearless, man. They are really applying it to moving forward because a good teacher is a trendsetter. A good teacher doesn't keep coming telling you what all the ancient masters did. They do, but they're telling you what's the new information too. And to be a trendsetter, you have to be fearless. To bring in new information or to even to reveal ancient information that hasn't been out there, you got to be a trendsetter. You got to go against the grain. Like everybody right now who's teaching Tantra, swear up and down, it's all about the orgasm and tantric sex. They are, they are followers. They are straight followers, period. You can make a person orgasm without knowing anything about Tantra. You can make a person orgasm without touching them, without knowing anything about Tantra. A good Reiki practitioner could make a woman orgasm without touching her while she's fully dressed. I mean, because you're just seeing it, that doesn't make it like it's some kind of super new phenomenon, all right? So it's so beyond just that. But a teacher has to be a trendsetter. And you're listening to a trendsetter right now. I'm going to tell you, I'm a trendsetter. And I'm a trendsetter even, like, I'm not looking to be followed. I'm doing it because it's true, it's in my heart, and I know it's right, I know it's effective, I know it works, right? And I know what I'm seeing is not necessarily in the highest form of integrity. Next, a good teacher is humble. A good teacher is honest, patient, and sincere. Those are the four virtues that you wrote down earlier. Humility, honesty, patient, and sincere. A teacher is a researcher. A good teacher is a researcher. Not that they have to read everything that you give them, but they know how to research stuff 
even their dreams, even their own personal experiences. They're researching. They are always delving in to see what else I can bring you. Or they're delving into you. They're researching into you. A good teacher asks you questions about you, what you got going on. A good teacher is a great listener, a great listener, because they can hear even when you lie. A good teacher can hear when you tell a lie. A good teacher is not afraid to tell you that you're lying to yourself. A good teacher is not afraid to um, correct you with truth, all right, not with beating you up, all right? Um, A good teacher is not going to sit there and let you go back and forth trying to debate them and challenge them. It'll never happen. I used to go through that. I wasn't a good teacher then, going back and forth debating. I don't don't, don't do that. It's a wrap, especially if I'm not getting paid. I mean, like, for a paid debate, me versus so-and-so. Other than that, it's a waste of my time. And a poor student is someone who always wants to debate to learn something. There's a book I want y'all to write down. Um, Scholar Warrior. Scholar Warrior by Ding Ming Dao. Get that book. Scholar Warrior by Ding Ming Dao. You need that in your life. Need it. Scholar Warrior by Ding Ming Dao. Yes. Because he talks about a good student and a good teacher in that book as well. Um, And... My last thing I have on the list for a good teacher, a good guide, what to look out for is they feel ancient. Um, OneRitualAway.com, that's Jasmine Aten, OneRitualAway.com. She just turned 30 years old, and this young lady feels so ancient. She is a master teacher in the making. She has been studying her craft since four years old, but she seems like she's ancient when she's talking about magic and rituals and just whatever the situation is that she's sharing. It feels like she's been doing it for thousands of years. If you're picking a teacher, there's a teacher, there's a guy on YouTube right now. He wants to be a teacher and he's, he's trying to challenge other people by calling them fake. He is um, wanting to look at his YouTube views. He is loving to use in profanity. He talks kind of in circles around things. He doesn't feel ancient at all. He's very young. He's very ambitious. That's in his astrology chart. That's cool. But a good teacher, still not. Okay? It's very important that you feel that antiquity. And I'm And I'm totally into wisdom shall come from the mouths of babes. I'm 1,000% into that. But when you're young and brash and super aggressive, there's no humility there. No. And and you got to have that. So be careful who you are calling a teacher and who you're calling your teacher. You can investigate. You need to investigate. Look into their backgrounds. Let's ask them questions. 
That's how you pick a teacher. If anybody's got a question on this, that's my list. I want to get some feedback on this. Please press one and let me know what you think about a teacher and picking a teacher. Um, and has anything that I've said thus far been helpful? You're already on the line, so all you got to do is press one if you um, have a comment. I know Nala had a question from earlier, so I want to go back to her and honor her and um, open back up and let her get her next question in. And she's still on the line, and she still wants to ask a question. Nala, how you doing? You still on the line with me? Your mic is wide open. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Can you take yourself off a of speakerphone so everybody can hear? Like, get, get get close to the mic. Is that better? I'm sorry. Much better. Um, I was asking. I there was a the young lady was talking about. You were talking about the children and being uh, parents being teachers for the children, and you said something that I've never heard before. I thought it was very profound that our children are only here to grow. So, but hold on, hold on, um, hold on. And, why? 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 I'm asking, I'm asking you a question. Why are the children only here to grow? Because um, they, we agreed to be a contract vessel for them, just to come hold here. On, hold on, hold That's on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. The children are only here to grow because everybody's here to grow. Okay. You too, the adult. The adult <laughs> is here to grow as well. You were a child. You're a, you came here to grow. It didn't matter when you, if you turned 18, 35, 88. It didn't matter. You're still here to grow, not just the child. It's not where I had right. a baby, so now it's my job to stop growing and start providing for this baby. No, providing for the baby is the result of your growth. Okay. You couldn't have a baby at 10 years old because your ovaries weren't developed. You weren't dropping no eggs. Okay. You you dropping eggs and having a menstrual cycle was a result of your growth. Right. So your ability to even get pregnant was the result of your growth. Okay. So as an adult, when you had a baby, that's a result of your growth. But your purpose don't get to change right now. Oh, I had this baby, so now my purpose is my purpose ain't growing no more. My purpose is just all into this child. No, 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 no. Continue to grow, and the and the results will be a good mother. The results will be a good parent. The result will be a legacy to leave with that child. Because if you're always growing, you're always producing. If you're always producing, that child and is at the benefit of what you produce. Of course, you're going to take care of everybody in your household, but that's not your purpose. Your purpose wasn't to be a mother. Your purpose wasn't to be a child or a father or a sperm donor or a baby daddy or none of that. Your purpose is to grow. If you go to prison for not paying child support, guess what your purpose is? Grow. <laughs> you in prison for not paying child support is a result of your growth. Now, let me explain something. Do you have any trees around you right now? Can, can, can you look and find some trees right now? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That tree is growing in two directions. The roots are growing down, and the limbs are growing up. 
That's just like a person. <coughs> Excuse me. Growing down like roots, I call that disagreeable. Growing up mm. like tree limbs, I call agreeable. You get to choose. Mm. Do you want to grow down like roots, Nala, at your age? I don't know how old you are. You might be 23. Or do you want to grow up like tree limbs? You want to grow up like tree limbs or you want to grow down like roots? I'm going to grow up. And what are the limbs of the tree always doing? Reaching to God. Mm. The G in growth is for God. The G in God is for growth. This universe Mm. that God created is always expanding and always growing. In the Bible, it says, I made man in my own image. Hmm. I made man in my own image. So if God is omni and is continuing to grow, then so are you. That can't Mm. be changed because you got pregnant and had a baby. You can't change God because you had a baby. God built your reproductive system. Mm. Is this making sense? Yes. I know it's brand new now. I know it's brand new. I know you ain't heard this before. I'm absolutely sure. (laughs) Nobody's teaching. (laughs) Somebody might be teaching it, but I don't know. Maybe a few people, but anyway, go ahead. What's your feedback? Um, No, I was going to say my question about teachers, and and, and the young lady was talking about uh, us as parents being their teachers and teaching them these things, and and the, the profound thing that you said along with the children are only here to grow, um, is that uh, we we teach them suffering versus teaching them growth and 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 those those things that are really that can really be fruitful for them. Mm-hmm. So my question, uh, so is that part of our contract? So as teachers, if 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 we contract with each other, I contract to be a vessel, and they contract to 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 be uh, my child. Is and when it came through, it was the- over. No, no, no. When it came through, you delivered on your contract. When when they came through and your vessel, it. the con the contract was over. That's that's a everything after that is a new contract. Okay, they the, need the to, reason why. Oh, I'm oh, at, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay, go clear. Ahead. Okay, go, ahead. go. Let's look at children who are. Let's look at children who are adopted. That parent doesn't have the contract is over. She had the baby. They gave it up mm-hmm. for adoption. Somebody else adopted the baby. The baby's fine. Okay. What does the biological? That's what they taught us. That's a that's a sign. That's a that's that's a that's a version of morality that they teach us to try to keep us from expanding, and we put up with a lot of suffering because of that. Well, I have to suffer because my child. I got to stay in this relationship because of the children. No, that's BS. That's a lie. You don't have to suffer. That child will be taken care of. Remember the old phrase: God takes care of what. Fools and babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- th- as long as he's a baby, he God gonna take care of him. We think we 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 not that omni, we not that omni, we aren't. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I want to share things with my child. I want to show my child how to be a great teacher. I want to show my child how to practice Tai Chi, how to use meditation, how to be financially responsible. And financially independent, but not because so they can be a responsible adult. I'm only showing them that because that's what I'm doing, because that's true to me. If I'm not, if, if I'm being irresponsible, that's all I can show them. So I'm not going to fake who I am 
for nobody. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't either because I didn't come down here to fake. I came down here to grow. Faking is a mm-hmm. result of growth too. It's just disagreeable growth. It's the roots going down. <laughs> yeah, faking is a result of growth. You just growing the you just growing down and going down into the ground. And ain't nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it because you're gonna have to come back until you get it right. Remember, this is not a one lifetime gig. It could be right. your last lifetime gig if you learn about immortality. Now that's another subject. Mm-hmm. But that's growth too. You ain't gonna never become an immortal if you don't embrace growth. Growth is I, the purpose. Everything else is the result. Did you write that down at any time today? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm now, my notes. did you have a did you have another question and comment? I didn't mean to cut you off earlier. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay because in in answering and and having this discussion, you answered a lot of questions that I had and. If I have anything else that I need to ask, I, I'll send you a I'll post it on your page. All right, that's all right, good, all right. That's, that's some good stuff. Some good stuff. Thank you. All right, I appreciate you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for hanging on this long. I appreciate you. No problem. All right, all right, all right. Um, I definitely appreciate everyone who has stayed on the line this long for the after party. We just did 18 minutes. Thank you so much. If anybody else has a comment, question, or feedback, I'd love to hear from somebody who hasn't raised their hand yet. Like, tell me, could I get somebody to just press one and tell me one thing that you gained from this conversation um, or, you know, how, how it has helped you? Call us from the 845. Your microphone is wide open, 845-706. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Hello? Oh, sorry. My phone was on mute. This is uh, Raymond Soliotis, and I'm coming in from Highland, New York. How you doing, Raymond? I appreciate you for calling in today. Uh, peace, God. How you feeling? A little nervous, but I'm feeling good. Why are you nervous, brother? We all family. What's up? Hey, it's that um, Moon and Scorpio, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm going to give you that one right now. I can't say that. I can't. I ain't got the whole chart in front of me, so I'm going to let you have that one right now. Um, what, uh, give, me, give, me some, give me some feedback or your comments or anything. Well, it's it's been all good information across the board. I mean, it's like <laughs> it, it's crazy. There's so many things are are clicking up. Um, I, I got a question. It's like uh, if you're on the fence about a teacher, um, and what they're all about, and your main thought is like you don't want to miss out on something that they offer because you could be wrong in your judgment. <laughs> Is that a sign right there that you should probably not be listening to them? Yep, because you're going because you're you're thinking that you're going to miss something is what's the problem. You can't you can never miss you can never miss what's yours. You can delay it, but you can't never miss it because no one person has that right of I got something that you got that you can't get it. That's that's great marketing that they did. Like if they want to come in and say, um, you, if you don't get this offer in the next forty-eight hours, the price is going to go up to X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? That's a marketing tool called create a sense of urgency. 
I don't do that. Like, yeah, my Moon Magic program, tomorrow's the last day you can sign up, but guess what? It'll be open again in April. <laughs> it ain't, you just, you just, I, I just do that because you got to start at the beginning. It ain't mean that you can't never come in. No. So nobody has you know, that thing, oh my God, I may miss it, but I'm, I'm having this feeling. I don't really know about this person. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really feeling them like that. That you better honor. You better honor that right there. Because I got this one from my cousin a long time ago. At the end of the day, it's going to be you and your heart. At the end of the day, it's going to be you and yourselves. And you got to lay down and your heart going to be like, man, you ain't listening to me again. Hey, I was trying to send you that vibe. You went ahead and did it. You let your head, you know what I'm saying? You, you went ahead and you was like, oh, well, you might have went and, you know, let the marketing get you or something like that. But if you on the fence about it, keep keep checking that person out, you know, um, especially without giving any names. Do you have an example? Because I like dealing with like, in, you know, individual real cases. So do you have an example? On the, uh, on the fence, an example. Make it make it really vague, too. Now, don't throw nobody under the bus. No, we're not, we're not going to be name dropping here. Um Uh, just an example, I can't really, um, I'll throw this out there. This individual said that you don't need to read books at all. That, that, that books, that it's all in your DNA already. That might not be the best example, but, um. And how did you feel about that? How you gonna? I, I was curious how you're gonna read into your own DNA. Did you did you message the person who said it? Did you communicate that to them and say, "Give me further, give me further explanation of what you mean"? No, 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 no. Because this, I, I'm not gonna say this individual would, but there was the uh, potential that they would say like. Uh, or don't question like the information that's coming or I'm so busy I don't have time to respond to every single comment. Mm-mm. Well, me personally, first off I would look and see does, does that person has has that person person written any books? If that person has written books and 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 is selling books, then I would say, well what do you mean? You have books for sale. Um, I would never be afraid of asking a potential teacher a question. Um, my teacher, Mitchell Gibson, said something along those lines about how reading slows us down, how you can look at images and your DNA will recognize those images. And... I understand that because sometimes you can just look at it like a glyph. And when you look at that, and when you look at that glyph, it opens up things for you. I can, I've I can seen see that. that. I've, yeah, I've seen see that. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's pictorial. Mm-hmm. Cause remember on the walls of ancient Egypt, they definitely want no words. It was all pictures. So your DNA oh. was like, yo, let me get that. And in China, 
all of the teachings when they were teaching martial arts, 90% of the um, population was illiterate. So all of the teachers was drawing pictures of this of this form. It wasn't until Sun Lu Tong came along and he was one of the first um, he was one of the first people to write down you know lessons you know in Chinese medicine. That was like a feat right there. You writing somebody can somebody can receive that. So I um. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll put some more thought into it. Yeah, I, I kind of stayed from, from it for a while, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling great. Well, it's just I a, have, Go ahead. Uh, continue, please. No, no, go ahead. Um, I had a I had a friend who I um I sent him the link for uh the Moon Magic, and he said like uh. Well, you got to be careful because this group says that there's spiritual um, gurus out there that you got to kind of be on guard for because they're going to feed you some new age BS and you, you all you need is yourself and, you know, things that you, you touched on. <laughs> I lo- Listen, remember I told you about spiritual maturity and people who live at the wall of suffering? People at the wall of suffering don't want you to get off their party bus. They want you to stay on the party bus and party with them. So they'll tell you whatever. But growth is the purpose. How? Listen, I stand by and live on growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. That's not new age. And then I also look at the people who I always look at who I'm getting my information from and what are their fears and what is their ego saying. And also, everything is not for everybody. Moon magic is definitely not for everybody. Coach Kaya coaching is not for everybody. Uh, my one-on-one coaching, my astrology readings, it ain't for everybody. I don't mind giving somebody money back. My feelings won't be hurt. Because I'm only, where I'm at right now, it's just like, if somebody's in the third grade, but I'm in 11th grade, um, calculus teacher, I'm not going to be mad at the third at the third grader. Of course, a third grader is going to think that my stuff is new age. But to graduate, you got to come through the 11th grade. You might not take calculus, but you're going to have to take algebra or algebra one or whatever. You, you didn't go to you didn't go to school and like um and see people who who like avoided taking higher maths. My homeboy, my best friend to me was better in the eighth grade in math than I was. And this joker avoided taking geometry because the teacher scared him. The teacher scared him and he never took geometry. He took algebra. He took algebra one but he, you didn't have to have geometry to graduate. So he never took geometry. But he could have. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's people's personal choices. And that's what I'm about. Letting people have their personal choice. And if they're not, if they're not ready for it, I ain't got no contract with them. Anything, any time that you went and got with a teacher, it's just like somebody that you had sex with. There ain't no coincidence that you just met them. You already had a contract. If you're not a virgin, then I can talk to anybody on this phone who's not a virgin. The person that you had sex with, look at the last person you had sex with. What, what were the chances? I'm talking about the first time. What's the chance of y'all being in the, on the same planet, same country, same state, 
same city, same block, same building where you all could make eye contact. Or even if you met them on Facebook or, 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 or Pinterest or wherever, what's the chances that they came across and then all of a sudden that y'all got each other's phone number and started talking? And then all of a sudden y'all ended up in a position where both of y'all felt mutually sexually attracted to one another till y'all went all the way to the point of having sex. That's already you already if you have sex with somebody you already know you already know them from a past lifetime. That's not new age. I understand the warnings of watching out for new age stuff, but I also understand spiritual immaturity as well. Some people are not ready. I saw I saw my teacher my teacher now, Mitchell Gibson, I seen Sonyata do it, I seen Malachi York. It was just like, yo, you're not ready for these lessons. Babies don't eat steak. I'm serving steak. Somebody else got baby food. It's not, it's not, it's not my job. I'm growing at my rate. People who rock with me, they want to grow more. People who don't rock with me, they satisfied with their growth. They feel they don't need me. None of that bothers me. None, none of that. I don't have, I don't have any problem. I love it. I love it. And guess what I do? I focus on people like you who decided I want to grow. So I make sure you get the best of me. And then you can decide whether I'm what. But I want you to decide off of what your personal experience is. How could somebody tell you about a person that they ain't even had the experience with them? That's that person who's operating out of fear. Remember I said, if you're going to do something on the spiritual path of evolution, you must be fearless. I've learned a whole lot from the new age people. I used to be the biggest conspiracy theorist. I used to listen to all of the Phil Valentine lectures. I used to rock with Dr. Fabi. I used to try the vegetarian diet. All of those things I put aside. I don't, I'm not a vegetarian. I don't rock with Dr. Fabi. I still got a lot of respect for Phil Valentine, but I don't. He told me the dollar was going to fail back in 1994. Everybody kept telling me the dollar was. The U.S. economy was going to crumble within 18 months. It's 2016. <laughs> it's 2016, bro. The dollar is still good. I can still go outside and buy something for a dollar. I can't get as much, but I can still go out there and use it. And guess what? There's still people living in fear talking about the U.S. economy. The dollar's about to fall. The dollar can't fall because they done moved everybody to, um, to, cashless, to a cashless society. Because everything's electronic, everything's electronic anyway. If you were to win five hundred million dollars in a lottery, they're not getting ready to give you that in cash. They're gonna ask you what account do you want to put it in. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna wire it, and you ain't even gonna see it. You ain't gonna get no paper. It's not gonna be tangible. It's you could, physical. you could. You might go in there and be like, "Yo, I need three million dollars." They're gonna be like, "Well, hold on, let's call the FBI." And the FBI is gonna come down and ask you what you want to do with three million dollars cash. Even your own money, they're going to ask you what you want to do with it. You're going to get it, but they're going to be like, why don't you just sign the paper? Why don't you just swipe it? Here's an an American Express platinum card. It can hold purchases up to X, Y, Z, or the bank can write them a check. Why don't you give them a cashier's check? What do you need all that cash for? (laughs) So people, and I'm not being insulting, but I'm talking about myself. People who still operate from that dynamic are silly. And I'm saying that because I was silly. It's not a diss. It's just a part of my growth. 
That's why I say you have to watch out. Whether just because you're old or young, just because you're older than me, don't mean you know what you're talking about. And just because you're younger than me, don't mean you might not be wiser than me. But I do not operate out of fear-based things. Oh, better watch out for that. I'm gonna go over there and see myself. Now, if there's something really, really crazy, and I can trust that person that you know they that they've already went over there. But did that person, the the person who warned you about moon magic, have they ever taken moon magic? That's what you should have asked. Oh no, no, have, no. I mean, I I suggested it because I know the results that I got this last month. Ooh, listen to you. I said no, no, no. I said <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He didn't listen to you. You told him, bro. I already tried it. I got results. Maybe you should try it. So then he told you, obviously, where your luck. Oh, you need to be careful. You know, you need to be careful because you just accomplished something. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that you want me to try what you tried and be successful? Oh no, man, you better be careful. <laughs> this, is another, this is another point. This is another point too. Uh, I want to say on the on on the path of evolution. Sometimes you're gonna have to optimize your environment by the people that are around you. Some of them you may have to let go because you have to watch your diet. You got to watch your diet of what people are saying to you. Is it good for you? You got to be careful. Got to you got to be careful, and that's 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 and I'm 45 years old. I'll be 46 this year. I don't went through a ton of friends, but once I realized growth is the purpose, everything else is a result. So friends is a result. I'm always make new friends. Always gonna get a new girlfriend. I ain't tripping, you know. So. Keep that in keep that in keep that in mind using discernment. You got to have that discerning quality about where that person is coming from and why they feel the way that they feel. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Because every everybody could have a different agenda or a ulterior motive that they make it look all, you know, sunshine and rainbows, but they really just want you to focus your attention on them and what they say and you know, give give that packet of energy life. Exactly, Mundo. Okay. Thank exactly you, Coach Absolutely, Brick Brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, I would like for you to just give me a 30-second comment on your thoughts on Moon Magic. You participated one month, last month. Give me, if someone was to ask you about Moon Magic, what would you tell them? Because you, you recommended it to someone else. So could you explain, like, why you recommended it or, you know, how you feel that it's helped you in your life? Oh, for sure. Uh, moon magic is, um, in your words, a superior system, and I would have to agree with this 110%. The things that are in this program will help you out for the rest of your life, there's just no doubt about it. The the audio in it is priceless. The steps are key to, you know, keeping in tune, staying on the cycle, keeping everything, you know, right time at the right place at the right time and doing the right thing. Um, yep. It's also what you put into it. 
I could have mm. put a little four and gotten a little bit more out of it. So you give it your best, you put your all into it, you're going to get it back. If you 75%, you get 75% back. Yeah. So do you think so do you think that this month you are now a little more familiar with it? So there's so there's room for you to even put more into it this month? Yeah, without a doubt. This actually this would be my third month. I did one month a few months back in May and just things were crazy, very transitional time. This last month Put some more uh, coals in the fire. Got a little bit more out of it. And third month, I'm going all in. Mm. It's my money. Wait a minute. You said it's my money? What would you say? It's just my money. I'm investing. I want to put everything I got into it because Half-ass results are from half-ass efforts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I got to get you stand ovation on that. <laughs> he sounded the alarm. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Much love, much success. Um, get your goals into me. I got some um I got some additional hypnotherapy stuff for you this month. Okay? So I'm always I'm always adding on. Oh, I ain't playing. I got tons. I I just can't I can't choke I can't choke you out with it. You know what I'm saying? I just need you to like say boom, I'm used to this. You got something else? Absolutely. I always I always got something else. My hard drive is crazy. I thank you, Coach Hyatt, for your time, for your wisdom, for your words. Let's keep it rocking and keep it moving. I got it, brother. Thank you for joining me today. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thank you. Peace out. All right, peace. Yeah. A teacher, too, will, a teacher will put themselves, I mean, when I say put themselves out there, like I love, I love when, clients, family members, pupils, people that I'm helping to guide along the path come out to tell me what their results are. I don't tell them, hey, y'all need to call in for this show or y'all need to do X, Y, Z. It just is what it is. And I definitely can't afford to pay nobody to say what they say. So it really makes me feel good that you hear people authentically giving, you know, giving their results. So I definitely um, appreciate that, Raymond. Um, thank you so much. Thanks everybody who tuned in today. Um, tune in to Zoom in. Like I said, today is the last day that you can sign up for Moon Magic 28. Uh, MoonMagic28.info. That's my group coaching package that I use. It's you get eight emails during the month. So every three and a half to four days, I send you an email where you go into the private member area and look at a video that explains what you should be doing during this phase of the moon to get the most out of it. The moon has these eight phases. 
And if you go back and listen to the A Flight Plan for Consciousness, you will, you know, I got all that running down for you. Planning, planting, clearing, gathering, seeing, leading, doing, and using or celebrating. So what sections of the day they dictate, what sections of the month they dictate. And then there's also, I have another video um, where I explain, I think if you just go to YouTube and type in Coach Kyrie's Sun Cycles, you will also see a video where it explains them in 45-day cycles all the way across, you know, the year. And so there's a lot of stuff about I could, I could say about that program. It's just full, like it's, it's, it's full of things. I love the individual attention that I get to give people um, during the program. And I love people when they come back and give me their success stories, man. I've been doing this for over six years. I love it. And if you'd like to be a part of it, come on in. If not this month, then it opens back up March the 31st because we operate in 28-day cycles. And if you miss the first uh, phase, then you have to start over. You can't come back. I mean, you, you have to start at the beginning, not start over. But I only let people come in at the beginning. There's no CP time where you get to come in, oh, I'm going to just try to catch up. You, you can't catch up because you can't make the moon move backwards. So, But what we can do is make sure that you start at the beginning and get every phase, you'll understand the importance of being on time and time management. All right? So that's my take on Moon Magic 28. There's, uh, like I said, the website, moonmagic28.info. You can watch the video if you have any questions. Also, I do see that um, uh, I, um, Franny McGuire, I don't know if it's Franny or Franny McGuire out of uh, Tennessee, just came in and got an astrological reading and a month of PayPal. So you can, um, my astrological readings are $175. For $200, you get an astrological reading and you get a month of moon magic. And the reason I put that combination together was because after you see your chart, understand what your spiritual destiny is and see what your planets, what energies are being lended to you, it's a lot easier for you to set out your map of where you want to be in three years, five years, ten years, the rest of your life. And it's about giving you a system that you can use even when Coach Kyrie is not around, okay? It's something that I want to take with you. Um, you don't have to be with me your whole life, but I want you to stay with me long enough, six months, a year, two years, three years, whatever it is that you need to, that you ingrain this system into your being where it's not just second nature, not just first nature, but it's natural, okay? So I want to thank uh the McGuire family out of Tennessee. I will be reaching out to you shortly. Um, as a matter of fact, check your email because I've already I've already sent something out to you, your welcome package. All right. So with that being said, um, I'm about to let y'all go get on with the rest of the afternoon. Thanks a lot for 706 for calling in, 786. Thank you, 206, for listening. I hope I answered everyone's questions to the best of my ability. Thank you all for listening. It's just wonderful, but I don't want you to go anywhere. I'm done, but I'm going to play a couple of tunes for you. I'm going to play a couple of tunes for you that go right along with your prosperity, all right? 
My next show will probably be on prosperity, you know, or running a spiritual business or being a spiritual being who runs their own business. A lot of people think, well, I, I can't have my own business if I am too spiritual because I won't be able to make any money. So I got a guest coming up, um, coming up this Tuesday. I think it's going to be like eight o'clock with um, brother S. Ali Myers. So please be on the lookout for that. And please share this broadcast with somebody with at least one person who you think it could help. Okay. And don't forget to get your gift over at coachkayer.com, the $100. Don't forget to down, um, leave me your email address and your name. And if there's any messages or something that you need to get at me about, or if you need a prayer request, I also have a prayer request form on my coachkayer.com site. Appreciate you so much. And signing off, I'll see y'all soon. Peace. I want to say this again, because it has to do here, it applies here with the second commandment of money that tells us that money hath is, and if you say the wrong thing about money, money will flee from thee. 99.9% of the people talk money away from going to write that on the screen so that we can get rid of all self-conflict. The absolute truth of the matter is that you are really your only enemy. You are even your own devil.
the devil is cast out, it means that your self-conflict has been cast out. And you are no longer, for example, in the area of money, trying to get money, working your behind to get money, and yet kicking it away from you with your mind. And this is an illustration of the self-conflict that so many people have. They work physically and on the material level for things, and yet on the mental, psychic level, they work against themselves. That's the devil. and one power, God, the good, divine, love, omnipotent. But listen to this, you see. I am is absolutely God, and there is no other but I am. Because hold on to your hats now. Strap down your wigs. <laughs> Ike, are you saying that God is oh he I gotta get out of here? <laughs> the devil is mind's misunderstanding of God. The devil is mind's misunderstanding that there is only one power. So the devil is not an entity I am other. I am God. How many others are there? What did the divine principle say? I am God and beside me there is no other. And the one thing that kept getting the children of Israel into trouble all through the wilderness is the fact that they would go after other gods. And you'd be surprised how many gods that religious folks have. Christians. Why, a lot of Christians have more regard for what they call the devil. Satan's on my track. And he's trying to turn me back. 
I gotta make this journey somehow. I'll watch it now. I'm gonna say something else and I'll get back to the money. Preachers, watch how you fight the devil. When you fight the devil, you ignite the devil. When you fight the devil, you give him your power. And then it comes back at you and you think it's an other, but it's not an other. It's your power that you put out there with your belief. But you don't recognize it when it comes back at you. Again, mostly people don't realize when their thoughts become things. And they think that their thoughts are something else. But like the old spiritual said, it's me. It's me. It's me, oh Lord. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.